This podcast has explicit language and mature content. This may be inappropriate for young listeners. The producers thank you for understanding. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Blue Dogs Lacrosse podcast. I'm Carson. I'm Cal. And I'm Josh. It's a new name, uh, and we'll get right into that. Alright, welcome back guys. It's been a while. Uh, we have a new face here, a new voice, I guess you could say. Uh, he's going to be here for a while, forever. Yes, sir! So Josh, you want to say anything about yourself? You know, give him a little intro, who um, you are. My name is Josh Reinhardt. Uh, I'm a sophomore attackman here at Lebanon Valley College. And um, I love food. He does love food. Yeah, when you see him, you'll be able to tell. Yeah. <laughs> and his ball sack doesn't fit in a wheelbarrow, so. <laughs> so, we're going to get into pretty much how each week goes. So, this is going to be our first episode of our new series here. And we're kind of just going to talk about through each week. We're going to talk about how it goes with us and then talk a little bit about uh, D1 lacrosse and all the popular stuff that's going on. Give you a little week-by-week breakdown for the people that aren't able to really see stuff because of COVID. Um, so I guess like starting off with like our week and how stuff's been going, um, it's definitely weird. And I think mother nature just decided to take a shit on us. Mother nature. Yeah. yeah. Mother nature. As if COVID wasn't enough. They said, nah, fuck you. Nah, you're just, nah, you're done. So literally when we got here. This is an understatement. Was it two days or one day after we got here? Um. I no, was, we got here Saturday, it and it was Sunday night. I think su- Sunday night there was a little Sunday after Sunday night we had like mm-hmm. an inch or two, and but Monday. then Monday mid late day. Mm-hmm. No, because we didn't we didn't was, have practice it was, Monday. It was it was like early midday ish. Is Monday. It absolutely We had like we were getting like an inch an hour. Yeah. An inch an hour. Yeah, we ended up with a foot and a half here, and the people were very lazy to clean off our turf field. So uh, we don't have a dome here because so we're So that happened crazy. on Monday. It stopped snowing late, late Tuesday. Late Tuesday. Wednesday, like end of day Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get on the field till Friday. Friday. And we didn't think we were going to be on the field at all this week. Yeah. yeah so. I, thought, I thought we were going to be on the field next week. That's I thought, what I, mm-hmm. I thought Monday was going to be our first day. So the positives that come out of that, though, is we delayed the run tests. <laughs> but... I mean, I mean, when coach, so I was talking to coach today and he didn't say anything about a track interval. So, <laughs> hey, so pretty much for you guys that don't know, we had, th- we had, we normally have three tests. We have like a mile and then a half mile, um, like kind of like a well, sprint test and yeah, then a track interval. It's basically a, and ones, they're all technically endurance. One's a real endurance, a track interval. One's a mile and a mile and a half. And the other's basically a sprint test. Yeah. It's basically like the, whatever, the beep test. Mm-hmm. Except we do it not 20 yards, we do 50 and 100s. Exactly. And Kyle was going, to, his team won this competition we did before coming here uh, with kind of like wall ball stuff and stuff like that. And he was going to get out of one of them, but it seems we may not even end up doing it. So, well, if, get screwed. Well, if we don't do the track interval, though, I'm just not doing the sprints. Hey, maybe maybe you just have to do everything, you know, join join the whole team, buddy. Come on, join the fun. My other teammates are going to do it as well, so I'm not going to do it. You don't want to run two and a half miles? It's not that bad. It's only two and a half. What, the track interval? 
No, the miles. And then the... Well, the mile, yeah. Yeah. Mile. Oh, no, I would run the mile. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy. But, um... I mean, besides that, the first week was sloppy. But that you can expect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there is some decent play. No, I think I think our first practice was pretty good. Uh, I do think... I think this first week compared to the last two falls we had and last spring is a better first week than we've had. I agree. For sure. Yeah. I think it's more competitive. I And I completely agree with that. And that was the thing that I think we needed to improve on was we needed to definitely. be way more competitive during our practices and stuff like that. And we definitely were able to do that. Uh, so as you guys have heard before and the people that are new, we've ha- always had two coaches, Coach Hawes and Coach Keeper. And we're now adding on two coaches, Coach Griffin with the defense and Coach Lawler on the offense, um, which, met Coach Lawler, of course, yeah. as we were talking about with Mother Nature. Where like, was he? He was moving from Arizona. Arizona, and he couldn't so, move in because of the snow. No, like, <laughs> in his area, he was fine. But where he was moving to here, here he couldn't move he couldn't because move there was in. so much snow. Yeah. It really kind of... <laughs> It's pretty bad. Yeah, that said, is you guys will get on the field. Your coaches it, are not getting here either. I think the funny thing is, is isn't it supposed to snow like tomorrow or something? It was snowing uh, a little bit today. I think it's, yes. it's, it's yeah. yeah. I, I think I think there's a chance that snow's been week to this week. Yeah. Too. I think it's pretty funny. No, I because did look. It was like when it was like Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And Thursday. Yeah. Okay. I think it's pretty funny because last year, uh, we were here like the entire like winter. So um, it was springtime when we got sent home because of covid so we got to last through the whole winter and i think we got maybe two snows that added up to about maybe five inches max and we have like that way is, that surpassed is, that that is maybe stretching it even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah through literally like six hours yeah like there was like surpassed all last year bro <laughs> <laughs> like what yeah but um we already know exactly after, after like this week mm-hmm. we're not gonna get that's true. Oh, um, yeah. That always happens. If we have one huge storm like that, we don't get that much snow after it. Yeah. We get, like, dustings. The thing that I I personally hate about the snow is we have, like, orange lacrosse balls, right? But we don't have as many, so we always use the white ones anyways. So when you, it's literally putting a needle in a haystack, but the needle is hay-colored. Like, it, <laughs> it is it is horrible. <laughs> like, I can, we've already lost, like, a bucket, at least, of white lacrosse balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, what I hate about the snow is uh, it's cold. Yeah, Kyle's a little bitch. So I hate the cold. <laughs> I don't even care. It's about it's cold. I just don't like running in the snow, as you could tell probably mm-hmm. from uh, like some running. slips and falls yeah, yeah. in the yeah. in the snow that I've had in the past week. <laughs> the nice thing is there hasn't been actual snow on the turf while we've played out there. That's when true. your like feet get cold out there, that's I think that's the worst. Like, yeah. when you literally can't feel your fucking toes. Then it's hard yeah. to move, and then... Um, I think that's the game over right Yeah, there. yeah, if you can't move, you're done. Like I do have reasons to hate the cold, though. Because mm-hmm. I have rain odds. Yeah. Well... Rain odds is where blood doesn't go to my fingers or toes when it gets cold. Yeah. Like, I don't get as much circulation, so my fingers and toes... This kid, after practice, his fingers and toes are literally, like... Stem. Discolored yeah. and stuff, so... But... Talking about how cold it is, um, a lot of the D1 teams this, like, week so far, they're all, like, wearing shorts and stuff. They're chilling. Um, but it, none of them have been too north. However, the scores have been up north. They've been putting in a lot of goals. I think UNC actually broke the record for, like, most goals scored against Denver while Bill Tierney's been there. 
Like they, really? they, it was, they scored 24 yeah, against 24, Denver. It's hard to put up more than 24. Like, you have to think about that. I believe it was 37 goals scored in a game. Now, like, if you think about that, like, you have a 60-minute game. You score 37. You're scoring at least One a every goal every minutes. two minutes. At Over. least. That's Well, no, it's basically, like, a goal every minute and a half because yeah. it's basically 40 out of 60 yeah. minutes. Like, that's crazy. Like, some games, like... I think a few years back here at our school, we played a team, and I think we lost three to four. Like, that was, like, the final score of the game. And to see the difference between that and then 24 points scored, like, watching that game, I was that was crazy. Like, I've yeah. never seen somebody score that much. I feel bad for the goalies because it was both ways. Denver just got less shots. Which is why they were able, like they didn't score as much. Yeah. But dude, like every shot, I felt like the I ball was going the in. And a lot of North Carolina shots were, like, on the doorstep. The goalie basically couldn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And they they got like a few, but like they have like Chris Gray and some of the best shooters in the league. It also doesn't. I was about to say. When, so is that when your defense, defense is being torched and there's guys mm-hmm. on the doorstep so much, like you lose confidence, and then they're not going to save the outside shots, like. Exactly. The defense kind of screwed the goalies over. Well, this is my question, right? So everybody's always, like, wondering who's the best team in D1. You have Duke, who is up there, Syracuse, UNC, all these ACC teams that everybody's, like, shouting out. The ACC is very strong this year. Duke beats Denver by, I think, only two. It was 12-10. 12-10. And then UNC just throttled them. So... Is UN, do you think UNC is going to be, like, the best team, like, by far? Mm, like, do you think it's possible? Because, no. look, if you look back at it, they went undefeated. They went 7-0 and last year. They didn't lose anybody, and they gained transfers. They, I, I, still, I, I personally still think Duke is the hot team. So do you think but, they played the bad? NCAA, I think Virginia is the hot team. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have Virginia in there as well like you've got some solid teams we have the virginia game versus towson where that was also 20 to 11 a complete throttling towson, as well. scored, towson scored like an easy last second goal, goal. so it's basically 2010 yeah so and i think this is crazy because normally like you don't see this high of scoring and like um, and yeah. denver and towson like while they're not like obviously top tier clearly since they're getting like their asses beat yeah. they're not like bottom of the barrel d1 no, teams like there are really, some pretty decent, decent teams yeah they are real good so i i and this is like the side effects of covid that we're, we're now starting to see this like secondary wave of it affecting lacrosse and it's not necessarily in a bad way but like these are this the reason this is happening is because the Ivy League's not playing. So all the good kids from the Ivy Leagues went to other teams. Yeah, the you have the holdbacks, and then you're getting the new recruits in as well. So you're these teams here that are recruiting well like are loaded. Basically, yeah. 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 You're like the one guy from North Carolina that had a few goals, like transfer from mm-hmm. Princeton. And what it's going to do is it's going to separate teams because you have to think if you're like an Ivy League, you're really good, and you want to transfer. You're not going to transfer. You're going to try to transfer to the best school you can. So all of the best kids are going to be going to the best schools, which is going to separate them even further away from the middle pack. And that was one of the big things about D1 is, like, you could have a team like Towson make a run and beat, like, really solid teams. You have, like, a UMBC even upset somebody just, like, the basketball against Virginia. Like, I could see UMBC beating Virginia, like, three or four years ago. But recently... 
Yeah, but recently, like, that that's not going to happen. So next... Yeah, before it was, like, like, say, Towson. Like, if they played a better team ball than a better team, they would mm-hmm. beat that team. But now it's, like, those top teams have so many good guys, it's literally impossible, even if they play good team ball, to beat them. Yeah. So do you think next season, then, the Ivy League's going to be trash? Not trash, but do you think they're going to be lower par than... Like I think they'll be ACC lower teams. than they normally are because, like, a you, lot of the Ivy League teams, like you said, them, they were they were insane. They were stacked teams. You had Penn, Yale, um, Cornell. Those three teams were all three in the top ten. Yeah, those, those are some legit those, teams. Those three teams were stacked, and a lot of players transferred out of those teams. Yes. Yeah, wait a sec. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully the Ivy League comes to play next year. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll find out, though. Yeah, well, we'll see if they even Jeff do. Jeff Teat transferred. Honestly, yeah. Well, the, I was surprised I didn't hear about that, actually thinking about yeah. it now. So okay. I, I know I told Kyle about this, but I don't know if I told you or not, but did you see why Yale couldn't play? They yeah, only had eight they, people yeah, enrolled. No one enrolled, yeah. That's crazy yeah. to think about. Eight people enrolled out of your entire roster. And, like, this is lacrosse, like, in D1. Yale, so they had at least... 40, 50. They had a lot of people. They had a lot of kids on that team, and eight enrolled yeah that's that is insane and that just shows like like i don't i don't even understand like how you would do that like why would you stay and why would you go like what would you guys do in that situation well yeah if you played for yale and you're in a situation pretty much your coach says hey we're gonna play if they let us but it's not looking good would you stay like sure the thing about it here like with our team right now, I wouldn't leave this team, if even if I could like go play somewhere else. But then again, D one's like a very different. In my opinion, I never situation. would go to an Ivy League, even if I got into the school. <laughs> well, I guess that answers that one. That, Kyle's eliminated from um, the question. What about you, Josh? So, well, like, it's stupid. They don't. They if you're that good, they don't give you athletic scholarship. So why yeah. not go to like a Duke? The can, Duke is literally harder to get into than some of the Ivy Leagues, but you can mm-hmm. still get an athletic scholarship. Yeah, Michael Sauer is probably there for free right now. <laughs> yeah, and and it's just as good as Princeton. Yeah. No. Like education wise. Um. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean. See, like I would stay. Like that. That's I, that, my that's opinion. I, say, I would. I. I. I would probably stay too. I would probably stay. I wouldn't even be there. So. So to say, like, well, you have to think. So there's eight people that stayed and enrolled you have a little bit you have a group that stayed but just didn't enroll so they're probably waiting for next season to come around but that you also have a lot of people that transferred uh and the also question also comes down to like what grade are you in like if you're a freshman or if you're a freshman or sophomore then you might you might as well stay yeah Yeah. but if you're a senior like td Irwin, this is his last season he's going to go play in the pll like there are zero questions about that at all so like you might as well just go finish it up I guess, that, I guess that I mean I guess that also depends like too like what what's your plans after school like are, are do you gonna try and go and play professional lacrosse because at that point mm-hmm. then yeah I would probably transfer yeah but yeah, like play. in that case but like if I know I'm not gonna go to the next level of lacrosse then I mean yeah, you might as well stay still you think if you were that old and even if you're not gonna play lacrosse you are giving up on your last year then basically that's true like you basically then. I've already played your last game, and you know that. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's true. 
I don't. I honestly, I don't know. And I'm, I'm glad I'm not in that situation. Yeah, like to decide that, bro. You're putting these kids. You're putting a lot of kids, not just like that's a, few, a lot like, of that's pressure. a lot of kids, and that's a lot of pressure. Like that's a huge decision. Yeah, that's and that a, affects your yeah, entire yeah. life. And yeah. I mean, and we always sat there and thought like, oh, COVID affected this year. Like we didn't even get to look down the line quite yet and like see about it. like I remember like one of our first podcasts when we were talking about COVID. We were like talking about like how like this is like what its effect is. It's just making us not play lacrosse, but it's forcing people to make life changing like yeah. decisions and all of this other stuff that we're now seeing down the line. And like this is gonna last for another four years because you have to think like all three of us right here we're all sophomores and we're gonna be juniors next year and we're gonna have the same eligibility that the freshmen coming in are gonna have. Yeah. So with that perspective like you're gonna see like in the d1 level the best kids are gonna stay also you're not gonna be able to recruit as much if you're keeping kids you could kick the kids that aren't as good off the team and bring in good kids we're gonna have this like wave for like four or five years of these kids that are able to stay it's just gonna be a chaotic and it's gonna be chaotic but then but teams are gonna be really good d2 and d3 and they could do that and that's the thing that's gonna affect us a lot it's like a wave almost yeah, it, like, it literally yeah. is a wave. COVID <laughs> is like a wave, and it's pushed back. And it, I think it's going to be weird when it settles, when it comes down and, like, recruiting comes back to normal. And, like, obviously it's going to be much easier for everybody, whether you're being recruited, whether you're the coaches that are recruiting. But I think, like, it's going to be weird because, like, you're not going to have so many named people on a team. Like, you can almost look at, a, like, a D1 team – and look at, like, their starting six guys out there on offense and name every single one of them because you have the holdbacks, the transfers, and all that other stuff. Yeah. But, like, we're going to get back to the point where you have, like, two guys that are, like, your main guys, yeah. which is what it's, like, I feel like it's always been. Yeah. Maybe two at attack, one on midi. Two middies, one attack. And then everybody's going to be like, why do these teams, like, not have so many good people anymore? But that's just how it was. Yeah. I mean, you're just, over five years, you're probably going to get used to that. Yeah. I'm also thinking, like, we just talked about lacrosse, but like this is happening in every sport. Every sport, like, yeah. It's it's honestly it's kind of a problem. It really, it, I think it's kind of a problem mm-hmm. because not like I mean like yeah like you would want to like take the the extra year to play again for obviously if we got our seasons lost, mm-hmm. but you're also affecting kids that are trying to come play to the next level too because they're they might not schools probably are not going to recruit as much because they have kids coming back. Yeah. So then you got a bunch of kids down that are younger than us that are trying to come play the next level, and it's just it's just hard to find. Probably on probably on every level almost, because like we said, it's a wave. Like some probably some of those kids are going to start coming down to like D two and then D three, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's I think it's an issue, but yeah. I mean, and the, and the bad part about it is, is there's not really anything you can do. It's like yeah, an there's issue that you can't do about fix. it. Yeah. We, I mean, we've never been through anything like this, too. Yeah. So it's not like... Yeah, we don't have like something a, to look back on and be yeah. like, this is what you do to yeah, get through no, it. Like yeah, there's no yeah. solution. So, I mean, obviously, no one wants this to happen, too. Like, yeah. This is, this is this is not, but it's just got to be what it's got to be, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see We'll see how it continues to play out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm interested to see what D1 looks like over the next week and how like we continue to move over the next week we'll give you guys more updates and obviously continue uh with this series right here so this is the first week uh and we'll come back next week we'll give you guys another update you guys can listen to it get a get a little feeling for 
how it feels to be here on like a D3 lacrosse team. Um, and then also we'll give you a little insight on some of the D1 stuff for you people that aren't quite able to keep up so much. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Later. Thank you.